Hey there, and welcome to episode number 47 of the Food as Medicine show with Dr. Ann, the place to be for real talk with real people and real results so you can heal yourself naturally. I'm your host, Dr. Ann, and I'm a board-certified pharmacist and health coach specializing in treating cholesterol without medications. You can learn more about me at drann.com, spelled A-N-H as in healthy. Speaking of cholesterol, I'll be doing a webinar with my friend and naturopath, Naomi Judge, to cover some of the most frequently asked questions about cholesterol, including why is cholesterol high even after you start a low-fat diet, the difference between LDL, HDL, and triglycerides in the blood, the link between thyroid health and cholesterol, whether you can still manage your heart attack risk even if you have a genetic predisposition to elevated cholesterol and much more. So Naomi and I, we are finalizing the details of this webinar and I will email you more information about it once it's finalized. So make sure you hop on the VIP email list at drann.com so you don't miss out on this great information that will save lives, literally save lives. As you probably know by now, I'm in the process of moving back to New Jersey and I'm currently packing up in Iowa and getting the rest of my things um, packed up and the house ready for sale. So by the end of the week, I'd like to be back in New Jersey. And once I'm done with the move, I will have a lot more time to focus on growing the podcast and the food as medicine community. And I'm also planning to open up my schedule to do functional medicine consultations for a limited number of people between now and the end of the year. So make sure you hop on the email list at drann.com so you'll be the first to know when my schedule opens up and this will allow you to work personally with me if that's what you desire. So make sure you sign up for the email list and keep an eye out for those emails from me. I really love to make myself more available, but you know, I can't be pushing myself too hard because I'm still working on healing my adrenals. And the last thing I wanted to mention is that I'll be starting up Functional Medicine Fridays on the podcast where I teach a specific topic or answer a specific question for about 10 to 15 minutes. So make sure you keep an eye out for emails about that as well. Now, before we get to the episode, I want to let you know that the opinions expressed in this show may not represent my opinions and the show is for general information only, not a substitute for medical care. So prior to beginning any new health program, I recommend that you consult with a qualified health professional. In today's episode, a chat with the Merrymaker sisters, who are also known as Emma and Carla Pappas. They are passionate health coaches from Australia who love to encourage people to do what works for them and what makes them feel good. They also love to talk about bringing real food into your kitchen and making it quick and easy. In today's show with Emma and Carla, we talk about how quickly going gluten-free can improve your symptoms, how to quickly change your mindset and redirect your energy to be more positive, why having an accountability and support partner is so important on your journey and where to find this accountability and support, intuitive eating, body image, and learning to love yourself their favorite delicious paleo recipes and where to find them and much more. All right, let's go chat with Emma and Carla. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Food as Medicine show with Dr. Ann. Today, I have two of the most cutest guests ever. They are Emma and Carla Pappas from the Merrymaker Sisters. And 
They are health and happiness advocates who are passionate health coaches. Their website, themerrymakersisters.com, will inspire you with real food, paleo recipes, and show you how to find and follow your bliss. Welcome, Emma and Carla, to the show. Thanks Thank so you. much, Dr. Anne. It's <laughs> such a pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you. I, I was just, we were talking earlier how I love your accents and I think I'll just sit back and have you talk for the entire time <laughs> so I can enjoy your accent. <laughs> we love your accent. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm so, I'm so happy you said that because I always feel like people who have accents are sexy and I'm like, I don't think I have an accent, but now I feel no, like, oh, I have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I guess I wanted to have you girls start by introducing yourselves and tell us about your story and how you got into um, being health coaches and working with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we'll flash back to about 2012 and that was when I, and I'm Emma by the way, um, I discovered mm -hmm. I had a gluten intolerance. So I guess it all came from me feeling really unwell. I had no energy, um, just lacking like drive for life pretty much and just felt sick every day, bloated, headaches, the general gluten intolerant thing. And that was when I discovered paleo. And it was from someone who told me at my gym, someone who told me at my work and an email. And that was like in the space of a week. So I definitely took it as a sign to, to start eating that way. And we both did. We, we started eating that way and it was like four weeks later and we seriously felt so amazing. Um, I mean, life-changing almost. So we just really embraced the paleo way of living. And I guess that's when Carla started sharing photos on her Instagram account of our food we cooked. Yeah, so I just like, like we were cooking all these sugar-free, gluten-free, dairy-free things. And we were so excited that they tasted delicious and they looked really pretty. So I was just like, oh, I'll share a photo of that. Why not? Like people might like that. Um, mm -hmm. And people did start to like it and they started asking questions about it and wanted to know more, wanted to know why and that got us so excited because we had, we loved what we were doing, like we loved eating this way and living this way because we felt so good and the fact that other people were then now interested in it too made us so excited because we thought well we could share this with other people. Um, mm -hmm. So we googled how to start a blog because we knew nothing about technology, nothing about, you know, computers or the internet, yeah. really. We just knew mm -hmm. that we wanted to, like, spread our, you know, like our findings, like tell more people about this. So mm. it's the, the internet seemed like a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's when we really delved into blogging and putting our recipes online. And then we discovered the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And that was when, I mean, we just wanted to learn everything we could about, you know, how food can be our medicine, how we can become healthier versions of ourselves by changing things in how we move, how we how we think, how we exercise, and that was a great school for us to um, you know get that a, a good like a good dose of everything. Like it talked about all different ways of living, yeah, um, not just one. Um, and it wasn't just about food either. Yeah. Like as M said, like it included aspects on you know career and spirituality and relationships, um, and it was really that course that like sh like inspired us to take the Mary Make Sisters from like. A a part-time, you know, hobby to a full-time career um, because we'd found, like, our bliss, the thing that we loved so much that made our hearts sing. Yeah. Um, and we knew that we had to do it full-time. So we just, like, you know, invested all of our time, all of our energy into our business so we could turn it into a full-time career. Yeah, and then I guess it was 
July last year, July last year, when we quit our government jobs and um, we haven't wow. looked back since. And we've been merrymaking full time and so, so happy, which is so important for overall health as well. So, you know, we really believe that career and, um, you know, finding your bliss is super important for overall health. Mm. I couldn't tell that you guys were happy. I mean, you're just like <laughs> oozing it. <laughs> it's like it's so obvious that you enjoy what you do. So it's awesome. Aww, so, um, <laughs> so Emma, um, so you mentioned you discovered you had gluten sensitivity. I guess I wanted to dive deeper into that a little bit. How yeah. did you find that out? Were you just feeling really bad and then you test you had a test done or did you do like an elimination diet or how did you figure out that you had a problem with gluten? Yeah, so I had the test done at my doctor's, so a blood test, mm -hmm. and it just came back as an intolerance. And she didn't tell me to stop eating it or anything. Um, I mean, she wasn't an integrative doctor or anything, um, but I just did it on my own esteem and realized that I felt so much better. I was like, oh, like it was that simple. Like I'd spent so many months of feeling uncomfortable and just knowing that something was wrong, something wasn't quite right. So it was kind mm -hmm. of like... It's like, it was amazing to discover it, I guess, and never looked back since. <laughs> um, yeah. And also what we didn't mention with our food stuff as well is that, you know, we'd sort of grown up with like mm. this whole, I know, I mean, like since we were both teenagers, like the whole dieting thing, yo-yo diets, feeling crappy about the way we look, um, it's just consumed our lives. And when we changed our way of eating to paleo, just, you know, eating real food, that just like left our heads. Mm. So even though I felt heaps better in my body, like the mental stuff was probably even better. Mm. Yeah, that's irreplaceable. You, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, you can't put a value on that. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Um, when you started eating, eating gluten-free, how soon after that did you start feeling better? It was like instantly, I swear. Like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if it was like in my head partly, but like I felt so much better. And and as well as like that brain fog. So like I was mm. thinking more, I had more clarity. Um, much more energy. Way more energy. And like the bloated, like I was like so bloated every day. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I'd come home and I'd be like, am I pregnant? Like, what is this? <laughs> like I was thin in the morning and then like this big belly in the afternoon. And I just, I didn't understand. I was so confused <laughs> wow. and like seriously it was definitely like this four week I guess like transition to this way of eating I mm. think because like you know when you do sort of start cutting out sugars and things and like um, processed carbs you, you sort of like it's like I guess you're addicted to that so you're coming down off those things or you're like you're you're trying to, your brain's probably telling you, like, you need that, but, like, mm -hmm. you just need to, like, put up with it for a little bit and yeah. then it's going to feel amazing. <laughs> and then it just becomes your normal routine and you feel so good that there's, like, for us, there's just no other way of eating because we feel so good. Why would we go back to feeling crappy? Yeah, and then the moment you try something that's got a lot of sugar in it, you know right away because your body will tell you, oh, that was too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. It's like, okay, sorry, buddy. <laughs> You'll be like, ah, what have I done? <laughs> like get the shakes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm interested. So Carla, did you kind of join your sister because you wanted to support her journey or you're like, oh, well, that sounds interesting. I'll do it too. Um, kind of walk me through your thought process for that. Yeah. Um, well, as Em said, like we'd both been yo-yo dieting like 
back and forth and I'd been on this really strict like 12 week plan um, just before Em told me about like gluten and things like that and I was pretty much eating like chicken and vegetables every meal for 12 weeks and I lost a lot of weight, I got super thin but my body functions actually started to shut down. So, like I was ill and I was cold and I was, I had no energy, I could barely walk like 200 meters, like I looked like the perfect body but like I just felt so sad and so horrible inside. Um, so when M told me about, um, and yeah, my I guess my brain was still controlled by food. So when M told me about this, I was like, it kind of makes sense. Like not eating stuff that comes out of a package, like just eating fresh produce, like that makes sense to me. So yeah, when M said she was going to try it, I was like, well, I'm going to try that too because that sounds amazing. Like I want to feel good, um, you know, because you read all of the all of the stories, the success stories, like that's inspiring when you hear people who've gone through similar journeys. Like I just wanted to do that too. So, and we always love to do things together anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then it's always easier when you do have like that support network around you when you are making like any lifestyle change because mm. um, there's going to be ups and downs. So you may as well enjoy them with someone <laughs> like a sister or a best friend <laughs> or a partner. I just, yeah, I was just going to say it's it's so much easier if you have somebody to, to walk that journey with you because you can share the same struggles and frustrations and you can lift each other up when you're feeling down. So... Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. So then tell me about um, what what your diet looks like now. You know, how do you maintain it and what does a normal day look for look like for you? Yeah. yeah. I, like there's not really a normal day, is there? Yeah, I was just like, like, I don't know. Like we, I guess now we do it really intuitively. It's like we'll listen to what, of our bodies are craving so some days it'll be like heaps of vegetables and no meat even um, mm. because we just feel like we need those extra greens yeah. um, lots of pumpkin we love pumpkin or squash <laughs> I think I don't know if it's called that <laughs> um, it and then other days <laughs> and then other days we'll like we'll feel like we really need like chicken and protein and fish um, we don't eat, actually eat a lot of red meat anymore um, or like pork. or pork. I guess like when we first started eating paleo, we did like you know you you hop on the bacon bandwagon. But um mm -hmm. like at the moment we're eating mostly vegetables and then like a small amount of fish or chicken, and that's just because our bodies like we I guess like we we got sick of the other meats and we mm -hmm. didn't start feeling our best, so we just started experimenting. Yeah, and like um we don't eat you know, three set meals a day all the time either. Sometimes we'll wake up and we won't be hungry, so we might just have, like, a chai tea or something like that for breakfast and then have, like, a bigger lunch. Um, and we think, like, doing, like, listening to your body and actually listening to when it's hungry is so important. And not only listening to when it's hungry, but listening to what it's actually asking for. And, yeah, as Em said, like, intuitive eating, like, what does your body feel like? What does it need? Um, feed it that. And, I mean, we love going to, like, you know, the markets and things like that and getting all the fresh seasonal produce and trying new things as well. So that's always part of, I guess, our, the way we eat yeah. as well, trying new vegetables and new food. Yeah, and I guess, like, like I, I, we probably should have explained paleo. I'm sure everyone knows about it anyway, but we don't eat refined sugars, we don't eat gluten, we don't eat grains. Or dairy. Um, or dairy. Except we do eat butter. Yes, we do eat butter. <laughs> um, and that just makes us feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you eat beans and um, other legumes? No, we don't eat legumes either. Um, okay. I mean, like, 
say if we went out for lunch and there was nothing on the menu except like a really healthy salad and there might be, I don't know, a few lentils in it or a few chickpeas or something, you know what, like I'm going to order it. Um, mm. and not worry too much. I think like when we did like early on in our paleo journey, we were super, super strict and we realized that that sort of had become a little bit negative in our yeah. headspace as well and we feel like mm -hmm. like we don't want to create any negativity around the way we eat because we can just see that spirals down ways. Um, so like if we feel like a little bit of non-paleo ingredients, then that's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't go sugar. We don't do sugar or anything, but um, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like legumes. I mean, they're still, it's still natural and things like that. So we say a little bit And I mean, there. it's probably like once a year, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested more now about this intuitive eating, right? Because that's kind of where I've landed with, with my journey as well. So share with us, how, I mean, how do you, when you explain it to your the people that you're health coaching, how do you guide them to understand how to listen to their body and, um, and go from there? Yeah, well, when we write about it on our um, site, like, I guess it's all about sharing our journey and, like, what we've gone through. Um, and I think, like, that's how our readers learn best is when we share our story, they might relate to a certain symptom we've been having or a similar situation. And then we will discuss, you know, how we overcame that situation or what we're doing now and maybe you guys could try that too. So that's always like kind of what how we go about doing it, like sharing our journey and then steps on how to, you know, take your own journey or, you know, it might be you we might share a few options, like you could do this or you could do that. Um, and I guess we just try and be as much ourselves as possible, like online, we just tell the truth and we, we say this is how we felt, this is what we're now doing and this is why. And I think that's how we're inspiring people. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I mean, like we love writing about these like changes in the way we eat, like because it kind of blows our mind that like it can change so much even though you eat a certain way. So we, we follow a paleo lifestyle, but if we looked back at like the changes in the way we ate, a paleo diet like it was it's just crazy like at one stage it was like all the sweet potato and then <laughs> then it was like no let's do low carb because like you know you read about stuff and then you start feeling a certain way and then we realize like okay like we're not really functioning very well on a super low carb diet um yeah, more carbs. yeah so mm -hmm. it's like I think we've just shared that throughout all our blog posts and I mean that's how we're reaching our people by the way we write and our recipes so I guess they just hear our views yeah. or read our views. And, and go, then yeah. we get feedback from our readers like saying, oh, I've been through that as well. I tried that. I made that mistake or I'm having trouble with this. Like we, we listen to our readers like, you know, when they ask us questions and things like that because that really helps us, you know, realize what do they need help with so then we can craft stories or blog posts around that topic as well. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. It, you know, it's all about learning about yourself, right? And about what works for you yeah. and what doesn't. And yeah. it's so funny because I, I was on a whole binge too where I was like, oh my God, I love sweet potato, sweet potato, everything. Um, and then I same thing. I, then I was like, oh, let's try low carb. And I couldn't put two sentences together when it was super low carb. So um, I realized I needed carb, uh, you know, a little bit of carb as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the key is just learning to just sit back and say, okay, when I eat this, how do I feel? And when I yeah. don't eat 
this? How do I feel? And how does my body react? And you just go from there. Um, yeah. yeah exactly. And being open to change, like realizing that the way you eat today is probably not going to be the same as you eat tomorrow or a week or three years or five years. So I think it's important that we all like stay open to changes, stay open to new research and things like that because that's really important. So um, I, I want to talk about food because, I, you know, that's something that you're passionate about and I know <laughs> um, my listeners have, <laughs> have mentioned that they struggle with is just, you know, how do you stay um, on top of the meal planning and um, the cooking um, and make it a part of your lifestyle so that it's just easy, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with their, their hectic lifestyle styles and making it just a part of their way of life. Definitely. Um, We have a rule that if it's not scheduled in, it just doesn't happen. So when we need to meal prep, we put it in our calendar, like we actually block out time Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. it just, you know, life, amazing life gets in the way and like, and it could be fun. It could be, I don't know, like you just want to do something else rather than slave away in the kitchen for two hours, <laughs> but you know it's going to be worth it. And I guess we also like to make it fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always say like either grab a sister or a friend or a partner <laughs> and get them in the kitchen together. Even you know the kids, the whole family, make it make it a social event because then it's not just about cooking; it's about catching up and hearing about you know their week or what's exciting that's happening and. Um, you know, trying new recipes together, that's so much fun. And again, yeah, like when making it fun, trying new recipes. So searching for recipes on blogs and cookbooks and things like that and sharing them with your friends and family and then cooking them up, you know, once a week and really just prepping for the week so you feel prepared, you know you're only going to grab something healthy and you're going to feel great for that. So do you do you do your cooking sessions um, in two hour blocks on the weekend and then that's it? You're done for the week or do you do it again kind of in the middle of the week? Kind of walk us yeah. through your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like at the moment it's a little bit different for us because we, we do work from home. But when we were working full time in like a, a nine to five job, we definitely prepped on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we'd block out that time. We would do like a big batch of like cook up a protein, whether that be chicken, beef, whatever we felt like Mm -hmm. that week, Um, heaps of veggies, like just like steam heaps of veggies or stir fry heaps of veggies or even just chop up the veggies and have them raw sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, We cook up some sweet potato and we just have that in like three different containers and then it was like of every morning we'd sort of make up our meals that day. Depending on what we felt like. Yeah. You know, grabbing a scoop of that, a scoop of that, a scoop of that, maybe adding an avocado or something like that. Yeah, or like boiling some eggs to add to that if we didn't feel like the meat or something. Um, And, like, I think it would be we'd probably do that once a week and then in between that, we might mix things up as well. Like, I mean, you do get sometimes, you get bored of food if you're eating the same thing over and over yeah. again. Um, so, you know, like that would last us the working week. I yeah, think. and then I guess if you're making dinners during the week as well, yes. we always say to make extra for leftovers. And as soon as you finish making dinner, while you're serving up your plate, make an extra container of that meal as well so you're not going back for seconds or thirds and eating the whole thing because you don't need that much food. So once you've served it up, you have that extra container for lunch the next day. Perfect. Yeah, that's a ma- very easy way to uh, <laughs> to pack your lunch for the next day. Yeah. So then um, <laughs> uh, do you ever um, – 
like prep ahead of time. So like, say you do a big grocery day um, during the week or the weekend. Do you ever um, say, okay, I want to try this recipe um, and let me prepare the vegetables in advance. So then on Wednesday, I can just throw them all together and cook them. Do you ever do that? Definitely. Um, I mean, especially when like you're entertaining or you know you're going to be really busy that week. Like you can like sort of forward plan and be like, okay, I need to cook this amazing meal, but I need to chop all those vegetables, which is going to take me so long. (laughs) So yeah, we definitely do that. Like chop it the day before. Um, Always make sure, you know, you get the meat out of the freezer so it's defrosted. Yeah. Because that's that's the worst thing is when you forget to defrost the meat. You're like, oh, man, now I can't cook my meal. (laughs) Um, So, like, definitely all about, like, that forward thinking. Yeah, and being organised because, like, being, like, having an organized brain and like feeling confident that you're going to eat healthy that mm. week, it can really help. Even though it's like such a simple thing, like it might be chopping and peeling a sweet, like free sweet potatoes. So simple, but you feel better for it and you know you're going to make a better choice on, you know, Wednesday when you're making that delicious roast sweet potato soup or something. <laughs> Yum. Yum. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I the I was cooking on Monday and um, I was cooking from my, I get a vegetable CSA delivered every two weeks from my farmer. And, um, you know, I was chopping everything, putting them in nice little containers, laying them out there before I threw them in the stir fry. And it's just such a fun experience. Um, you know, I was, one of the things I've been working on is adding more meditation into my day. And I kept saying, Oh, I I need to add more meditation to my day. And I just, and I've tried it and I, and then I just fall asleep. So I'm like, okay. So then I reframe my mind to think, okay, my cooking time is my meditation time. And that just totally transformed the whole experience for me that day. And it was just like, wow, this is like, this can be so fun and um, enjoyable. It doesn't have to be something I have to do, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like we get to do it. We like, you know, we're lucky that we're able to get these fresh vegetables. So we should be, you know, so grateful for that, really. And I think, Mm. like, we've, I mean, like, we really emphasize living a positive life and, you know, switching that mind switch from negativity to positivity because it can just, like, change your life so much. I mean, it changed our lives. Like we are now, you know, doing what we love. We are happier every day. And like, we truly believe like, yes, it was to do with the way we changed our eating, but it was also the way we changed our mindset. Um, and like, we can do that in every little aspect of our life. Like put good vibes into every little job, even though we don't like it, (laughs) make it (laughs) more happier, more merrier. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think that part is so key. I think people miss that piece. Um, so I, you know, I went on a bodybuilding journey and um, kind of related to what you were saying earlier about Carla, you know, eating chicken and broccoli for weeks and it just got yeah. so old and I wasn't enjoying the process. And um, so because I wasn't enjoying the process, I just, I was like, I can't complete this, you know, so I stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but what I learned from that is, you know, the the weight loss is easy when, once you get the nutrition and the um, exercise down, but um, the most important part is getting your mind right because once you understand why you're doing it um, and you're enjoying the process, then everything else flows from that, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah I think I think mindset is crucial. And um, I don't know if you do this. I, I make a conscious effort. Like everything I put out there, I really try to make it be a positive vibe. So, you know, if I'm posting something on Facebook, I'm like, you know, it could be anything. And I just always think about, is this something that I would be, 
um, happy to read if I was on the other side. And if it, if it doesn't make me happy looking at it, then I'm not going to post it. Um, and it's really changed my life. I feel like um, I, I don't have a lot of negative days or, or moments, you know, and it just, they, I just feel like my life is just so much merrier. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. because of <laughs> and, and we so totally it's just, agree. Yeah. That mindset is just so key. Yeah. So definitely. Do you guys have any tips then for people? I guess since we're on the topic of mindset, you know, if, um, how do you come from that place or how do you start to train your mind to be more, um, positive? Yeah, I think for us, we really like affirmations played a huge role in our change of mindset. We would look, you know, we would look to YouTube videos and blog posts of other people who had changed their mindsets and what kind of affirmations they used. So a couple Mm. that really helped us along our journey um, was what you focus on grows. So if you're going to focus on positivity and positive thoughts and, you know, work that you love doing, then that's going to grow. So that really helped us um, follow our bliss and turn Merrymakers into what it was. But it's not only that, it's also, you know, negative situations in life. If you keep focusing on that, if you keep replaying it in your mind, then it's going to grow. You're going to have more negativity come into your life. So being aware of that and saying to yourself, well, I don't want that to grow. I'm going to focus on positive. What you focus on grows. And then you just like, it's just being aware of your thoughts. Again, it's it's kind of the same as eating, being aware how your body feels, being aware of your mind and exactly what it's telling yourself because what you're saying in here is exactly the same as what you're putting out into the world. You know, yeah. the universe can't tell the difference what's going on in your brain and what's coming out of your mouth. It's the same thing. Yeah, and I guess um, having a tool to like, you know, the first step is becoming aware of those negative thoughts, but then the goal is to stop them or to like change them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's different, but you can have like this, a tool to like switch that mind, that that negative mind space, I mm-hmm. guess. So like we, like we do lots of different things. I yeah. mean, like we um, even do that, like how Emma just did switch. Like we'll... If one of us is, like, becoming negative, that, like, we'll go, okay, switch. And we'll, like, you know, do that click. And it's sort of just like that. <laughs> that okay, yeah, I'm, I'm switched now. I'm going to think positively. And being, like, super consciously aware of it. And, it like, even, like, saying, whoa, that was really negative. Like, because there's no point in beating yourself up and being, like, oh, my God, I'm complaining and then be like, oh, why am I so negative? Because that's just like (laughs) negative with negative. That's that's not good. So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I accept that I just like was a bit bitchy about that situation (laughs) and I brought myself down. But now it's like it's a new minute. I'm going to put positive stuff out there. Um, So I think like, and again, the support thing, like Mm -hmm. tell people that you have a goal to become more positive or you have a goal to start thinking more positively so you're talking about it like that's focusing on it so it's going to grow and people are going to be more aware of it and want to help you and probably even come along with you on this journey yeah definitely i think uh, another thing that's important to mention is i guess with our journey um body image was a really big um hurdle for us we were forever telling ourselves that we weren't thin enough that we weren't pretty enough that we hated what we looked like and we wanted to look like a certain way and feel like you know look like the people in the magazines um so an affirmation that really helped us was just like looking in the mirror and telling ourselves 
I am beautiful. And even if you don't believe it then, like just repeating it again and again um, and it becomes habit and slowly but, slowly but surely like you do believe it and you're like, oh, I feel really good about myself today. Like I, I am beautiful and I love myself and I'm so grateful for my body and things like that. So yeah, I think that's, I just wanted to mention that because I know that's a big hurdle for a lot of people and a lot of women. Yeah, and like on, you just mentioned gratitude as well. So I, like... I think like being grateful and noticing all the things you're grateful for, that is like one of the easiest ways to get out of a negative situation because although we might be going through bad times, like there's always something good in our life. Mm. Even if it is like the clean drinking water or the fresh air, the fresh air, the roof on our heads or, you know, your family. Um, and I think just expressing that and, you know, noticing them that shifts your mindset so easily and makes you so much happier. Yeah, well, the more you're grateful for, the more you have grateful to be for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that too. You know, there oh, two weeks ago, I was walking to pick up my vegetables and it was just a really bad day at you know, of crazy things that were happening and stressful. And I was like, I was like, okay, let me reframe this. So as I was walking back, I was like, well, first, I'm really thankful for being able to um, walk in the fresh air in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And I'm really thankful for these beautiful vegetables that I'm getting from my gar my farmer. And I'm really thankful for my family. And then by the time the 10, 15 minute walk was over, I was like, I feel great. And the stress the day had completely melted away. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It's it, crazy it, that that can do that. It can change your entire day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I love that you guys hold each other accountable. That um, you you just catch each other and you say, "Hey, switch." You know, and that's yeah. perfect because having someone who kind of helps you stay in your higher self um, really helps you train and become that person. So, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> we are lucky to have each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but even so, I was thinking as you're talking, even if people didn't have someone right physically there with them to hold them accountable, you can always make friends online or, you know, for example, yeah. right now, I live in Wisconsin. I have um, my family is from New Jersey. So, you know, just making sure that I touch base with my mom every so often and she yeah. kind of helps me stay grounded. So you don't have to have someone who's physically there um, to, <laughs> to hold you accountable. Um, you know, you can just call someone up or um, message them and, and they can kind of smack you to your senses too. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think like even online blogs and things like that, like if you do, if you you can't find anyone, you know, via phone or like, you know, a friend, like go online. There are definitely people who want to help. Like we want to, like when people come to us and, you know, they need to help to switch their mindset, like we're there to answer questions and things like that. Hmm. Kind of our goal to spread the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do need more Mary in this world. So. <laughs> So I know you girls have a book out, which I'm so excited about. Um, and I want you to share kind of, um, I guess, your process for your healthy cookbook that you were making. And um, just tell us more about the book itself. Yeah. Well, our book, it's called Make It Merry, and it's over 70 nutritious, quick and easy recipes to boost your health and happiness. So basically, I guess our food philosophy on creating delicious, healthy meals is that it needs to be easy and accessible, and it needs to be quick because, you know, you, you can't look at a recipe and be like, well, what's that ingredient? I don't know what that <laughs> is, and where do I get that from? 
So that was really our goal with the book. Yeah. And even like writing the recipes in an easy way to understand. I mean, like when we first went on this journey of eating real food, we we struggled in the kitchen because like we 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 didn't we weren't cooks. So we just wanted to <laughs> make healthy eating as easy as possible and as most delicious as possible. So I mean, like we do have a big sweet treat section in that book because, like, healthy sweet treats are okay, just not every day. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it makes life more enjoyable, especially if you like sweet stuff. <laughs> and it's full of good stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, exactly. So when they're made from, you know, coconut or other ingredients that are good for you, then you feel good about putting them in your body. Yeah, exactly. So, um. I want to have you share what are your favorite recipes that right now that you can think off the top of your head that you love and you go to all the time. Um, I think our, our listeners would, you know, would love to to try some of those recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about my favorite um, sweet because I am a big sweet treat fan. <laughs> um, and I know that there's lots of people that always just need something sweet at the end of the day or in the middle of the day or at the start of the day. Um, <laughs> but it's our good fat sweetener-free cake. So basically it's just got coconut, walnuts, cacao, coconut oil, vanilla, and I think shredded coconut. So I could have just said coconut. Um, but <laughs> yeah, basically it's it's like a raw cake and it's chocolatey because I use cacao. So it's chocolatey and it's delicious. Um, and you just need a little piece and it's my favorite because you can eat it for breakfast. It's pretty much like a breakfast food. Yeah, <laughs> like delicious. Um, what is my favorite recipe at the moment? Do you know what I'm really, really loving? We made these amazing crepes like... And they're so easy. Like, what do they have in those crepes? It's like coconut flour, water, and egg. And you can put whatever filling you want in it, and it's just so delicious. I think we added, like, bacon and avocado when we were eating bacon. But we're actually planning on making fajitas today yeah. with those wraps <laughs> as well. And, um, I mean, like, when you do live a paleo lifestyle, you, you miss those sort of fun foods that you can eat with your hands and, like, wrap something up. Wrap delicious veggies and yeah. meat up in it so and it's really fun yeah and even like a sandwich and things like that so we've been we make a couple of breads like paleo breads which don't have any gluten or grains and, and things it like that don't have any nuts either yeah I know it's really easy to overload on nuts, nuts when you're baking stuff so like actually like the bread is mostly eggs really so it's like you're just eating eggs but like it, a frittata but it, it looks <laughs> like bread and it tastes a little bit like bread so and it makes you feel like you're having a family yeah so, so even though it's mostly <laughs> eggs <laughs> Yeah, so they're probably our three favourite recipes, I would say. Um, and we're always coming up with new ones, like on the blog. We'll, we'll always be like, we wish we made this for the book because, you know, the book's finished and it's published and all of that. But we're making these new ones every week and they're just so good. We just wanna, we just love sharing them all with everyone. Yeah. So. Where do you guys get your recipe inspiration from? Uh, all over the place, I think. Mm. Um, at the start, it was definitely like from our mum. So we'd like get her favorite recipes or the recipes we grew up with, and we would paleoify them or healthify them. Mm. Um, but now we really listen to our readers, I guess. Like you know, we get emails all the time. Oh, can like, do you have a recipe for this? And we'll be like, no, but we can definitely <laughs> try it out. So I mean, like they really inspire us with what they want and need. Yeah, um, and then I mean seasons and things yeah. like that. So 
you know, if Halloween's coming out, Christmas, Easter, and things like that, we want to make sure our readers aren't missing out on those special holidays. So, and I guess like what is in season as well, like the vegetables yeah. that are in season. Like, totally. will inspire us. <laughs> yeah, and then even, you know, when we're trawling through Instagram and Pinterest and things like that, we'll see what other people are doing. We'll be like, wow, that's amazing. We want to do something like that. So we'll come up with our own version. Hmm. Perfect. So those recipes that you mentioned, are they on your blog or are they in your book? Yeah, they're in our book, Make It Merry. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um. Is there anything else that I left out that you guys want to share that we want to, you know, just discuss before, um, you know, before we wrap up? No, I don't think, think so. I think that was, we covered everything. It was yeah. a really fun chat. Um, I guess, like, we'd just love to see everyone on our website looking at our, like, looking at our recipes and seeing if you like anything. Um, we love Instagram as well. and We share all our positive quotes on there. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Come and join the Mary. <laughs> awesome. Well, girls, it was so much fun chatting with you. I can't wait to um, check out your blog and your recipes. And um, I'm really interested. Now, your book is available on Amazon, or how can we get a hold of that book? Yeah, well, our book's available on our website, so themerrymakersisters.com, and we are looking to put it on Amazon as well because Amazon's not as big in Australia, but yeah. we know it's big in America. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're working on that, so watch this space. <laughs> okay. So the best way is just to go to the MerrymakerSisters.com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure, um, Emma and Carla, and uh, we'll be in touch in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Yay. Thanks so much for having us, Dr. Ann. You're so welcome. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed the show. All the links and resources mentioned today are in the show notes at drann.com, spelled A-N-H as in healthy. And while you're there, remember to hop on the Food as Medicine VIP email list and you'll get my free gift. It's the clean eating rules and it's everything that I learned about nutrition when I was on my bodybuilding journey, which happens to be contrary to many of the things I learned in school. And it's really my number one guide from my experience for how to eat to lose weight improve your biometrics, and get more energy. You'll also get all my favorite pearls from the show. And this show can be a bit technical at times with lots of details about what foods to eat, what foods to avoid, as well as what supplements to take and in what dosages, etc. So if you're anything like me, you're probably listening to this while driving, cooking, running some errands around the house, walking the dog, etc. And you really aren't in a position to be jotting down notes of all the great information that's shared by the guest. So... I've taken all the notes for you, and by hopping on my email list, you'll get all the show pearls delivered right to your inbox so you can refer back to them at any time. Finally, as a VIP email subscriber, you'll get the occasional love letters from me, which are emails sharing some of my favorite recipes and products, upcoming events, new information that I've learned, and just other goodies. So go to drann.com now and enter your name and email address. Did you like the episode? Then remember to leave us a review. Did you like this episode? Then remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and leave us a review. This will really help us with the iTunes rankings and help more people find the show. Remember to tell all your friends because we need more people to hear the food as medicine message. We've got plenty of great guests coming up, so stay tuned. Thanks so much for stopping by and until next time, Remember to eat consciously because the world needs a healthy and vibrant you.